Hey all welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'm Darren, I'm your host. Today we have a couple of great guests, Mr. Ryan Neely and Doug Tinney from Camp Chef, and they're here to discuss the new Woodwind Wi-Fi pellet grill with smoke control. I'll be right back with Ryan and Doug. Smoking, grilling, getting hot and hotter, sous vide and chilling from Fire and Water. Hey all, before we get on to the show, I want to talk to you for a second about Instacart. Instacart's a great service that allows you to do all your grocery shopping online. And they can get you your groceries in as fast as one hour. They connect you with personal shoppers in your area that know your markets. And they can get them from your favorite stores. They find all the great buys and smart suggestions for you online to save you money. They pick the freshest produce and they check your eggs and make sure they're not cracked. Check them out, guys. Instacart is offering free delivery on your first order of over $35 in the link below. Check them out. And now, on to the show. Welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'm Darren. I'm your host. And today, we welcome back Ryan Neely. He's the marketing manager from Camp Chef. Ryan was on a couple months back talking about Camp Chef, but I've wanted to get him back on. And we also have one of the engineers from Camp Chef on, Doug Tinney, and he will be on in the second part of the uh, episode. But I wanted to get Ryan back on because uh, Camp Chef's got some new stuff that they just came out with, but I kind of wanted to touch base and go a little bit deeper into the Camp Chef um, culture and, and all that. So Ryan, go ahead and introduce yourself again. Well, I'm happy to be back, Darren. But I'm just wondering how deep are you going to go today with, with all this? You know, we can't let too many Camp Chef uh, secrets out. You know, we, yeah, we, we don't, make good we don't stuff, have- and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to spill the secret sauce. No, no, no trade secrets, but just, <laughs> no, uh, you know, joking. overall. No, it's it's good to be back on. I love getting on and chatting with you. And, and uh, uh, Doug from our engineering has joined me today, so um He's definitely got a lot more brains behind this kind of stuff than me. I just like to cook and eat good food. So that's kind of part of why I'm around. But uh, Doug's got a lot of the smarts behind it. So um, we're well, I'm sure you've been I'm sure you've been busy lately here with the, the marketing of the new product. So just tell us what you're what you've been doing to, to get everything out there. Yeah. So we just released. Uh, so we have. We basically redid our, our woodwind line of pellet grills, um, and we added added Wi-Fi to those. And so now you have the capability to monitor and control everything from your phone. Um, along with that, we're continuing some of the great features um, that Camp Chef is known for. And, um, you know, that includes our sidekick. In our previous co- podcast, we talked about that, how Camp Chef's really integrated both uh, propane grilling with wood pellet grilling uh, that allows you to just do so much more cooking. Um, And so, you know, we've got that across the line or in, in some of these new woodwind grills, we've also released a new size. So we've got a bigger 36 inch, uh, 36 inches wide uh, grill, but it's also got two racks. So it's got a ton of cooking space because you we've added vertical height there, which is great. Um, on both our 24 inch and 36 inch version. 
and e even the 24 inch version is it's it's plenty big for the majority of people out there cooking but the if you need that extra room we've got that in the 36 so um anyways we just released these a few weeks ago and you know we're we're um we've been done doing a lot of stuff from recipe creation and doing that and we've been cooking on them for a long time um and so yeah they're they're out and available and and people are getting them in their hands and using them. What's uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about the camp chef difference. I kind of read that on, on the website and I, I can see it because, you know, that's what kind of draw drew me to camp chef from, from other grill companies, but what makes camp chef different from the other mass market outdoor cooking companies? Let's like, you know, pit boss or, or uh, char griller or some of the other ones that are out there in the big box stores. Yeah. You know, Camp Chef is where we're not a big company. Um, we, there's probably 60 to 70 employees here. So, and, and that kind of, you know, I think in our previous podcast, we talked a little bit about culture here at Camp Chef. Um, Camp Chef started in doing outdoor cooking equipment, more on the camp side of things, um, more portable cooking equipment. Um, and then more in more recent years, well, we started doing smokers in the early 2000s, um, and, and our users have always used even our camp cooking of portable cooking equipment on their at home on their patios. Um, but one of the big differences is, is that we're we're really outdoor minded and outdoor oriented, um, and you see that here in the culture. You know, we we do a four day work week so that people can go out and enjoy the outdoors a little bit more. Um, now that's, that's more from a, a culture standpoint or a brand standpoint, I guess that, that we are a little bit more outdoor oriented and we've got a wide breadth of products, um, that we've had over the, you know, camp's just been around for next year's going to be our 30th year. So, but on the product side, so what we've been able to do is integrate some of our experience in 30 years of, of portable cooking equipment. You know, we've been able to develop early on in the camp chef days they developed a 30,000 BTU burner that you know assuming your listeners that's that's got some high output that's about three times the stove that you'd have at home and integrate that into our pellet grill um, and then we've got all these cool accessories that go on to that with a, a griddle or a, a, a grill a gas grill or a artisan oven and so now you can just do so much more cooking on this one pellet grill unit you know it's it's really combined earlier i said we've combined gas grilling with pellet grilling um if you really want to pin it down it's even more than that because there's griddles you can boil a big pot of crawfish or corn or something um while still cooking a brisk a big brisket or roasting turkey or, or whatever it is you might be doing so um and there's some a lot of other differences if you want to you get in some of the nitty-gritty of of some of the stuff Doug's worked on and other things that we've involved that are, are great. So. And one of the things that jumps out at me is just the overall quality of the products that get put out there and the amount of time that they take developing them. Um, you know, that that's one of the things that, uh, you know, if you take a look at, I don't want to, you know, bash another brand, but if you, if you look at a Blackstone griddle compared to the camp chef griddle, there's, it really jumps out at you just the, the quality difference. Um, you know, yeah, the, the Blackstone may be a little bit cheaper, but, um, 
for me, I'd rather pay a little bit more to get a better quality product. Um, you know, I, you know, I could, and I, I've seen videos online where people, you know, pick, pick them both apart. And I haven't seen one where the, the Blackstone came out on top. I mean, it's, it's usually, yeah. you can just, just by looking at them, you can tell the, the quality difference from the camp chef. They really, well, you know, pay attention to that. Yeah. We've always worked really close with them, you know, the production side of things to make sure that, that we do get the quality we want out of it. And, you know, and I think, I think other brands, they make great products, you know, all of our, I, I would say every one of our competitors out there, um, they make a great product. And I, and I think that's one of the great things about the competition we see is it's always pushing us, you know, to develop more and develop better products, not just our competition, but also just our desire to do better and, and, you know, we want our users to have a better experience. So we're always trying to, okay, how can we, you know, we've noticed that when we use this or we've heard this feedback that we could tweak this a little bit. And that, that always comes back full circle and in, in putting that back into product development. Um, but when you said what else makes Camp Chef different, you know, another thing is we, we always want to make the best product we can for the best price. Um, you know, and you could say you get what you pay for. And then sometimes that's true, but sometimes, you know, sometimes you're paying for marketing or a, a brand that does great marketing and you're paying for that. Um, and other times, you know, you might be, um, yeah, you, you might just get what you pay for and the, and the quality is not there, but camp chefs always there. Our goal has always been to, to make the best products we can at the best price, uh, affordable price for our customer. And, you know, I think we've, we've been doing a, a good job of that. So Doug, I don't know if you have anything from your perspective about what makes Camp Chef different. I, I think that's key. I think, um, I think my focus for a long time was a quality product at the right price. And I think as we moved along, we started looking at it and goes, okay, what else is going to set us apart? And as ideas came out, we, the question was asked, you know, there was a lot of good ideas put on the table, but then the question was asked, um, does it cook a better chicken? Right. And, and I think as an engineering group, we started to look at that really closely and then decided, Hey, what we want to develop in the future is not just a less expensive product. We definitely want to push quality, but we want to push something that's going to make the food taste better. And I think that's been our, our focus, I think, for the last year in developing some of these new products. Yeah, I think that's important because, you know, I see things that some of the, like I said, I don't want to bash anybody, but, you know, you look at Blackstone, that they came out with a griddle that has a deep fryer attachment. To me, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, so obviously they, you know, they just, they're trying to put stuff out there to differentiate themselves, but just to do it, just to be different. Um the stuff that I see camp chef doing it really, like you said, it is, it's practical. It's something that the, your customers have asked for, or it solves a problem that, that they saw in the, you know, in that market, you know, that particular product, you know, from competitors and they've addressed it somehow. And it is, you know, it may be, like you said, it's, it's, it's still, you know, the pricing is maybe a little bit more, but it's not outrageously more, you know, you're not saying, okay, well, we're camp chefs. So you got to pay an extra 30%, you know, premium on top of that. You do get a lot of the stuff that makes that 
product uh, a lot more valuable, like uh, like on the pellet grill, the ash clean out and and the slide and grill and, and some of the other, you know, uh, stuff that the others don't have, it makes it worth that extra, you know, 5%, you know, it will it make it, you know, worth an extra 30%. No, but I still think it's still going to be, it's still got a value to it, but you guys don't overprice the value. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. We've always wanted to bring it down to where it's good for, good for our users in, in, in the, at the end of the day. So let's talk about the new marketing plan. You got uh, Guy Fietti out there now. Um, I guess he he started a couple months ago um, working on the uh, on the outdoor uh, the uh, the stove. Okay, the first ads I saw of him were working on the stove and the versatility of the uh, the stoves, which I love. By the way, I think that that's one of the things I love about Cam Chef is they try to make you know one product and make it versatile by just adding a couple more pieces that you can get instead of making multiple products, you know, they make one product that you can turn into, you know, different things. And I think that's, you know, some of those Guy Fieri commercials really bring that out. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a funny thing how that all came together. We actually, um, you know, we kind of, we knew, we, we, I guess uh, us and Guy Fieri, we each had a, a mutual friend. Um, and through him, we kind of heard that, oh, you know, guy, he, he loves camp chef. He, he's been using your stuff for years. And, and, um, anyway, so eventually we were able to, we were at a, a, a trade show and he just happened to be there and he stopped by and he said, Hey, like I've been using camp chef stuff for, since I started, since I started my first restaurant and, and, um, it was, it was interesting. Like, you know, we heard, we kind of heard that through the grapevine, but to hear it from him was great. And so we just got talking and, and became friends and, and got to know him a little bit, a little bit better. And then, um, you know, ultimately, you know, said, you know what, like, you've got a great story. We'd like to share that with our audience. And so he said, yeah, well, let's do a, let's do a video. And, and so we met up, we went over to his place and did a little, a little video with him, and, you know, we, it was great to hear his perspective on Camp Chef products and and what he thought about them and, um, you know how how what he liked and what he didn't like and everything like that, but how it benefited, uh, his business and what he was doing, you know, and and starting out as a cook, but then also not just as a professional chef, but also, uh, in his personal life with family and friends when he goes out camping, when he goes out. RVing or tailgating or whatever. That's what he uses. Um, you know, he's got a big, uh, uh, he does a lot on the charity side of things, which is pretty cool to see. You know, um, there's a lot of fires going on in Northern California this year and last year and many years previous. And so he's done a lot of taking his big uh, trailer there that has a full commercial kitchen. But part of that is Camp Chef equipment. And he's got that out back so that uh, his staff can be there using it and, and cooking uh, on the go at some of those charity events that he does. Um, so yeah, it's been a great, it's been really fun working with him and getting to know him and, and uh, interesting to see his perspective and, and thoughts on Camp Chef and how he's been able to, to use that stuff in his life. Yeah. And for me, just watching the commercials as a consumer, you know, 
the honesty, you know, he, it came from something that when he first started, you know, using it in his catering business and stuff, and it really comes out. It's not like he's blowing smoke, you know, he's really wow. used stuff in the past and he's given you another option, you know, cause people really don't think about it, I guess, you know, they think about it using it for camping and stuff, but it's perfect yeah. for using in a catering business or for, you know, if you're doing any kind of festival cooking or anything like that yeah. or competition and stuff, it's, it's so easy to bring those things out and then have the flexibility that the options have, you know, like the, the flat top, add the flat top griddle to the stove or the, the grill box or, you know, the pizza oven and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just, I, I could definitely see that in a camping or a, not a, a, a catering business, you know, how that could really help you out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's been fun on a cooking perspective too. I've been able to learn uh, you know, quite a bit just from, from cooking and, and how I can better cook. Um, you know, but also one of the things when we did those videos, we didn't, I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to say what camp chef wants to say. I want to hear what guy wanted to say. And so that's literally what we did in those videos. We're like, I don't want to, I mean, yeah, you don't want to put words in his mouth. You want, you want oh, him to, I mean, yeah. you're not going to put words in his mouth. I mean, he'll say what he's going to want to say. And that's what we did. And, and it was, it was a lot of, it's a lot of fun getting together and, and doing that, doing that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. That's like I said, that's all you can really tell that, you know, he, he's coming from the heart. He uses the stuff. He understands it. And, um, and that and he, he knows how to cook. I'll tell you, you know, he's really known for, you know, I've seen him a lot on diners, drive-ins and dives or guys, grocery games, some of those TV shows. But, um, a lot of a lot of those shows he's he's not actually doing the cooking but i'll tell you what i've been around a lot of professional cooks or chefs or or, or barbecue professionals and he is uh he is very skilled and he he knows how to cook and and uh very creative um but uh, you know being in that industry owning many restaurants and doing what he's done um yeah he's been able to he's done, he's done a great job. And I think, uh, I, I wish everybody could sit down and have a meal that with him for he's cut. Cause it's great. I think a lot of people forget that he was one of the first people that won uh, food network stars that, uh, he actually, that's where he got his start. He came in, you know, as a nobody and won that show back yeah. when they, when they first came out with it, he wasn't just some celebrity chef that popped up out of nowhere and they stuck him on a show. He actually earned it. He earned the right to be there. So, yeah. Yeah, and anybody who gets where they are today typically earns it, earns it or not, for better or for worse, you know. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's done a good job. All right, well, we're going to take a little break here, and um, we'll come back and we'll we'll talk with Doug a little bit more. We'll we'll delve a little bit deeper into the engineering side and how it how uh, these uh, changes come about. Um, we won't give away any trade secrets, that's for sure. But um, at least we'll, we'll kind of understand how Camp Chef looks at it on the engineering side. But we'll be right back with Ryan and Doug from Camp Chef. Hey, all, it's Darren. I want to welcome a new sponsor to the podcast, Inkbird Products. Inkbird's been around since 2010. They make some good uh, humidity controllers, temp controllers, thermometers. They just released a new line of uh, barbecue thermometers. I actually have the IBT 4XS model, which is a Bluetooth 4-probe barbecue thermometer. It has up to 150-foot range on the Bluetooth, has built-in uh, times and temps for different meats, 
works really great. Check them out, Inkbird products. You can find them on my Amazon store on the link on my uh, website. Also, you can check them out on Facebook, Inkbird Barbecue. You can join their group. They have discount codes, giveaways all the time. But welcome, Inkbird Barbecue Products, to the Fire and Water Podcast. Check them out, guys. Thanks. All right, we're back with Ryan and Doug from Camp Chef. We're going to jump in with a little bit here. And Doug, go ahead and introduce yourself, Doug, because we got to know Ryan a little bit. But let's let's talk to Doug Tierney and see who he is. Yeah, my name is Doug Tierney. I've been an engineer at Camp Chef for some time. Um, like Ryan said, we're all of the outdoor type. I love to be outdoors if it's dirt biking, off-roading. I, you know, I do it if it's our camping, um, love to integrate ideas into existing and new products. Uh, engineering is just kind of my game. Just enjoy inventing and fixing things. So was Camp Chef your first job at engineering or did you come from outside the industry or? Oh, I came way far out from outside the industry. I started off in off-road racing down in Baja, California, engineering for a race team down there doing trophy trucks. I've worked for the likes of Yamaha, Polaris, and of recent, I've done uh, amusement rides for Universal Studios. So I pretty broad background of things that I've done. Doug's always, Doug's always done stuff that makes you say yeehaw. And he's still doing that because yeah. that's what I say every time I get a big brisket off the grill. <laughs> but I guess engineering can be, you know, moved around to different industries and products. And, um, you know, is that that need to tinker and change and, and develop is going to be there no matter what. So what what brought you to Camp Chef? Uh, actually, I was a friend of the now president of the company and we had talked for years um, about me helping and supporting the team here. And it, it just kind of worked out with the way things were going with other industries and, and family. I just decided, Hey, I, I like the, the, the camp chef mentality. I like the, the family feel around here. And so I stepped into this position to help out. Let's talk a little bit about, um, your day-to-day engineering tasks and how camp chef looks at all these innovative things that they like to do. Um, is there something that you're always working on? Is, is it uh, something you, you ever go back and try to look at some of the older products and redevelop them or how's, how's the day-to-day stuff work? Well, day-to-day I, I wear a lot of different hats. Uh, I, th- I think initially, like we mentioned earlier, my, my goal was focused on cost and quality and, and to help camp chef maintain that product, uh, you know, that we're going to present to the customer is high quality and, and reasonable cost. Um, as time moved forward, as we start looking at uh, customer requests, how we're going to set ourselves apart, we really came to the conclusion that, you know, we need to throw a little bit more engineering at it. You know, a, a pellet grill is a pretty basic product. You know, it's, it's fire in a pot kind of thing. And so as we reviewed uh, what was out there, what customers wanted, um, it really came down to answering that question we talked about earlier, does it cook a better chicken? And so we looked at some things that um, we, we thought would improve our product. And, and 
without getting too gimmicky, right? We didn't want a product that just had um, bells and whistles just to have bells and whistles. Something we said in the off-road industry, you look at some trucks, it's it's all show and no go, right? We want we wanted something that looked good and functioned well and, and cooked a better brisket or better chicken. And so we looked at a few different things and one of them was, well, hey, we, we, we really got to keep track of temperatures. We've got to maybe provide a, a better smoke, especially when it comes to pellet grills. And, and we said, how, do, how are we going to do this, right? And how are we going to do it well? And that, that's kind of, you know, so when you ask, you know, what do we do here at Camp Chef? It's, I, I think our continual focus is definitely cost and quality, but we always look for ways to improve or, you know, and it's, and it's great because we get ideas from all over the place and we'll just test them just because we love to tinker. We love to build, we love to improve. And so that's kind of been a, a push that's been kind of fun to do. You know, it's, it's fun to try new ideas. It's, it's fun to find success in some of those ideas also. Yeah, I kind of agree. I don't like looking at, like you said, uh, lipstick on a pig type stuff where, you know, you just add an option or, or a function that doesn't make a whole lot of sense just to say you have a, a function. The one, of the one of the things that jumped out to me when I first started looking uh, at Camp Chef, it was the ash clean out. That there just, it solved the problem that all the other pellet grills had that, you know, you had to grab your shop vac to clean the thing out after every cook, you know, it wasn't easy to do, you know, you're trying to sell convenience with the pellet grill, but it, you, you have the inconvenience of trying to get the ash out of it after every cook, you know? So one of the things that really opened my eyes up wasn't just the, the ash clean out function, but that was one of a major thing. It was like, Hey, you know, this company actually really thought about something that the function, it, it improves the overall function of the grill itself and makes that super convenient, which a pellet grill, that's the whole selling point of the pellet grill. It's more convenient than a charcoal grill or, or a gas grill. Uh, you know, you can get the smoke and it, it's a lot easier. You just turn the knob and, but you know, that whole thing of trying to get the ash out was a pain in the butt. So it's things like that, you know, the options that you guys put on it, make sense and make you go yeah that makes sense that I'll, I'll pay a little bit extra for that but then again you're not paying that much more for it but you're getting that convenience so and i think that's a good point that doug brings up is you know and i i, I do remember that i was sitting there and there, does it cook a better chicken and i think you know with this new grill and and some of the things that doug's been able to implement in it with the in our engineering team you know the ability to do smoke control on there and adjust your smoke a little bit more um not just your temperature but also the amount of smoke output is one thing that really does does help and you know you did mention the ash clean on there's other more mechanical mechanical things there um but having the ability to adjust your smoke and and find different flavor profiles within that um certain temperature range that you're using it's uh it makes it a lot more it's fun it, it's fun to use it's fun to experiment with um but it also again it just adds to the the greater versatility of the grill and what the what you're able to do on the whole thing so doug how long did it take you guys to develop the new it's, it's not just a wi-fi control and that's the one of the things i like too is you guys just didn't 
rush out there when the first Wi-Fi controlled pellet girl came out and say, well, we got to do that too. And just stick something out there that that's doesn't work real well, or it's just, you know, you know, adding it on top of it. You guys took your time to develop something that's, you know, a, a lot better product than if you would have just rushed out there. So how long did it take you guys to develop the new system, the Wi-Fi and the smoke, uh, adjustments and all that the pid well that's that's a good question because i don't know that we're done developing we're, we're always <laughs> continually improving right um i think up to this point it's probably been just over a year when we start, first started looking at you know what's in the industry you hear these buzzwords like like you just said pid right and and there was a push to say hey can we just can we get a sticker on our grill that says pid so that we can be like everybody else and so I, I hit it hard on the engineering aspect, threw all kinds of mathematical algorithms at it, tried to solve it, um, fine tune it like I, you would any other system. And it was interesting that we could, we could dial in those temperatures super tight, um, but there was something missing. And, and that was the flavor. The flavor kind of went away when we did that. And, and so I sat down with, our head cook and I says, Hey, so what's going on here? He says, well, the, the finer adjustment that you have on that, the PID, the, the less smoke flavor I'm getting, I, I want more smoke. But so to get that smoke flavor, you know, this is after a few months of development of just PID. Um, we went back in and revisited and says, Hey, maybe there's something more to this. Maybe we ought to look more closely at how do we generate more smoke to get that flavor on, on your, on your meat or whatever you're cooking. And it, so it changed my whole direction in, in how we approached PID and now smoke control. And that's how we came, actually came across it was to say, we want to give not just temperature control to the uh, customer, but we also want to give them smoke control because that's really what you're looking for in a good cook. Yeah, that's for sure. You definitely want to be able to control the smoke and uh, not just the temperature, but the smoke control. Um, Doug, I want to thank you for joining us. We had some technical issues with Doug and he had to run and uh, go out and do some more engineering. But I want to continue on here with uh, Ryan Neely from Camp Chef. Um, I want to thank Doug again for being on. Uh, we did have some technical problems with the with the podcast and we got cut, cut off and then he had to run. So but Ryan's still here, and we're going to talk some more about the uh, the Camp Chef uh, Woodwind Wi-Fi. So uh, let's let's discuss the uh, 36 inch model that you guys just came out with on the Woodwind. You didn't offer that before. How's that going? It, it right out of the gate, it was popular. Um, in fact, we almost immediately, uh, not immediately, we we sold out. I mean, we we couldn't keep up with the demand, and so. Uh, we did know that people wanted it, but I didn't think we didn't maybe underestimated that a little bit. Um, anyways, it's yeah, it's a the 36 inch is a great option and it's big, especially with the upper shelf. It's a lot taller um, than grills typically are. So uh, not only is it 36 inches wide, but it's taller. So you, you there's a lot of volume there. Um, yeah, that's one of the things I noticed with the smoke pro that I have is that that flap back on the camshaft models actually gives you a lot more room that you would think you would have normally. We've 
Camp Chef's always had a flat back for that reason, so we could utilize the space. Um, but on these, you know, we did add an extra three inches there, which doesn't sound like a lot in height. So with the new 36 inch woodwind, we've at it's it's higher, it's taller. Um, the 24s are too. They're both of them have a taller chamber height. Um, but it's a lot of space and especially that 36 inch grill, you know, you can, you can fit a lot of food on there and it's very beneficial that extra height, especially when you're doing like turkeys or something, or you got to do a lot of meat. The 24 inch fits the needs of most people. Um, but yeah, if you, I mean, if you want to go bigger or if you're cooking a lot of food or if you're doing, you know, just more ribs or briskets or, or you just want extra space, it's great. It's a great way to go. Yeah, I, I can uh, fit plenty of food on the 24-inch smoke pro that I have, but uh, I think you could probably fit at least eight Packer briskets on that 36. Yeah. yeah, correct. No, really correct. Typically, people don't need the extra space for a 36-inch, um, but it's it's there, and, and it's – a lot of people are getting it and a lot of people want it. So, but I will say that extra height is awesome. And having the dual shelves there, it opens up so much room for more veggies or, or more proteins. Um, especially when doing like a, you know, holiday Turkey or something, you can fit a big bird on there. I, I, I my personal preference, I would rather do two smaller birds than one bigger bird, but regardless, either way you can fit more on there. Let me ask you a question that just came to my mind when we were talking earlier about uh, the smoke control. When you're using the slide and grill function of the grill, do they recommend you adjust the smoke control all the way down, all the way up, or does it take it into account at all when you uh, when you have that thing full blast open? Yeah, so it doesn't take it into account, and it's it's interesting. Um, what I would recommend doing when using the slide and grill is turn your pellet grill to high, um, which should be able to get up to, up to 500 degrees, but your surface temperature, when, once you slide over the heat plate and you're now you, now you're in direct flame mode, um, your surface temperature is going to be a lot higher than that. Your controller is not going to read it for a few reasons. The sensor is not on the surface. Um, and you typically have the grill open, you know, you're, it's more interactive. You're flipping chicken or steaks or whatever. And, and you're kind of monitoring your food a lot more. Um, so your, but your, your surface temperature is usually going to be around 600 to 650 degrees there. So it does open up to quite a bit of a higher temp, but your controller might only be reading, you know, 350 or 400 even though it's on high because of, you know, your lids open, you're letting all that heat out, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to get at is when you're doing that, you don't want to ha have to worry about adjusting the smoke um, control. Oh, I've got you. If I was going to use the slide and grill mode, um, I would turn my smoke level down to one. Um, and what that will do is help you get a hotter temperature. Um, and, and, and in fact, the smoke control, because 
when you're smoking, you're generally cooking at lower temperatures, right? So you're generally cooking, I don't know, from 160 degrees, maybe to 250, 275 or up to 300. Um, you can only adjust your smoke number between in those temperature ranges. I think the high end is 300 or maybe, maybe 350. Um, because what it's, what it's doing is it allows those pellets to smolder, yeah. which creates more smoke. Uh huh. That's, um, yeah, that, yeah. that's kind of what I wanted people to understand is that you don't really need to worry about adjusting your smoke control on this new Wi-Fi one. Uh, if you're using the open flame for sure. So that makes a lot of sense to me. Correct. Correct. I would, yeah, turn that smoke control down. Um, and, and the direct flame mode is actually awesome. There's, there's definitely a learning curve to it. Um, but like if I'm doing chicken breasts or chicken thighs or something, it's awesome. I love it. Um, if I'm, uh, yeah, I like it with steaks and burgers too. I, and, and, oh, and veggies, if you want to get some char on some veggies, it's great. So really what it does is it opens up more versatility you have more options to do more styles of cooking yeah speaking of more options and more styles of cooking one of the things i want to talk about we didn't touch too much on last time is the sidekick versus the sear box um when i got my smoke pro you guys didn't have the sidekick out yet uh i had the sear box and i think the sidekick came out like six months after and i was like man I wish I would have got that instead of the sear box because it does so much more. It's so much more versatile, um, and it does a lot more stuff. So let, let's talk about that a little bit. The Sidekick is awesome. Um, yeah, now don't get me wrong. I do like the sear box. I mean, that thing gets really hot. It produces a really great sear. I just used it the other night to make some really awesome steaks with a killer sear. I had it last night with some fish at, at, you know, two seconds on each side pretty much, and they're done. So, well, But the versatility of the sidekick is what really comes alive and, for me. And the cool thing about it, too, is I, for some reason, I kind of have this perception that if something can do everything, it's not very good at it, right? Like, if, if, if there's one thing that does everything, it's not really good at certain things. The sidekick is... The sidekick is not that way. I mean, it's if you want to sear, it can sear. If you want to cook on a griddle, it's an awesome griddle. Uh, the 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 pizza oven accessory that we have for it, the artisan oven accessory, it's awesome. It cooks just like a wood fire brick oven. Um, so there's a lot of versatility there. Now the reason the reason I personally like the sidekick so to give uh, listeners a, uh, an ex- explanation on it. The sidekick attaches to your pellet grill and it is very similar to Camp Chef's stove systems. So it has a 30,000 BTU burner um, and it comes with a griddle that goes on top of that. This griddle is great for pancakes, eggs, Philly cheesesteaks. My favorite thing are smash burgers. Um, you can sear a steak really well, but you can remove that griddle. I can use a cast iron pan. Um, I can take that off. I can use a, what we call a barbecue box, which is like more like your traditional grill. Or I can put on there an artisan oven, which is like a, a brick, st- a stone oven. Um, so again, you're able to do 
all you have all these other options on there. So the reason I would choose the sidekick over the sear box is because I actually prefer a pan sear. You know, the other night uh, on Sunday night, I made some pork chops and I reverse seared them. Um, and I, I seared them using a cast iron pan. That way I was able to, you know, braise with butter and get that great flavor from that. Um, and you're able to do that with a pan, a pan sear. Um, something you would wouldn't be able to do with it. Yeah, the flat surface is much better at producing the all over Maillard reaction, that caramelization Correct. that you would get um, on a Correct. flat surface. Now, don't get me wrong. Grill marks look very good and very appetizing, and, and this sear box does a killer job at that. Um, I don't want to downplay the sear box by any means, but the sidekick can do everything that the sear box can and, and then some. A lot, a lot more. Yeah, uh, that's another thing. I have the sear box, but I also invested in some yeah. grill grates that yeah. um, you know you can order that fit the sear box. That uh, I actually turn them over. You know, grill yeah. grates is the brand that has you know, pretty much people use them for the grill grate uh, for the grill marks on the steak. But uh, you can also turn them over, and they have a pretty good flat surface where you can get a good flat all over Maillard reaction. And um, that's what I use, and it works really good. So, I mean, it gets a perfect sear. But um, one of the other things the Sidekick does is that, that burner. Yeah. Um, you can use the burner for pretty much anything. Cooking chili, frying chicken, you know, I could probably do a small turkey fry, you know, fry a small turkey in that thing. So, um, I, you know, it, it's just, it is a lot more versatile for sure. You know, I, I, for sure, I, I don't know if I would suggest a turkey just because of size and, and the weight of that. But, um, what I usually like to do, I, I did this for Super Bowl last year. Um, but when I like to do hot wings, I will smoke them and then I'll drop them in the fryer for the last, just to get up to temp and get a little crispiness on the skin. And that way you combine both flavors. Um, and so it's a great way to utilize, you know, rather than just smoking the wings, I'm able to fry them and, and combine both flavors there. Um, you know, and it's endless, like you said, a chili, but yeah, if you're doing a chili, you can, you, you know, you can, or like a, a chowder or something, you could smoke potatoes before and drop them in, or there's a lot of different things that you can do with that. And, and the cool thing is, is just the sky's the limit, have fun, get creative and the options are endless. Um, or you can keep it really simple, you know? Um, and like I said, smash burgers, those are my favorite. And, and you can do a smash burger or a smoked brisket or whatever, all in the same unit with a camp chef pellet grill and sidekick yeah that's one thing uh i just discovered because i just moved to a house with a smaller patio than i used to have that um you know i used to have room for a big griddle you know a smoker uh you know a regular grill but um the camp chef woodwind with the sidekick gives you all the options that you would want all in one small package so you don't really have to have a huge patio to have a griddle a burner a pizza oven uh the smoker the grill and all that it, it's really good and the sidekick like you said does them all pretty good it's not like uh like you said you know some things that do everything 
they don't do anything good, but they just do everything kind of okay. But the, the camp chef does it really well. Yeah. Yeah. It does a great job. Well, that's another thing I want to kind of talk about. Um, since, you know, the sidekick's been out there for over a year now, what sells the most? The side, the woodwind with the sidekick, the woodwind with the sear box, because you offer both at the same price. Great question. I was actually, yeah, I was just talking about this today. Um, we actually sell more of the, more people buy the sear box than they do the sidekick. Um, and I think for a few reasons, one, there's already a lot of sear boxes out there. So, you know, you have a sear box, your neighbor comes over and you have a cookout and they see your sear box and you tell them about it and tell them you love it. So that's what they go get. Um, I think that's one reason why is because there's a lot more of them already out there. Um, another reason why is I think the name, um, sear box, which, you know, as a marketing person, it's what I'm thinking about, but, um, people want to get a good sear. They, they, they have a pellet grill and they want to get a good solid sear. And so they automatically go to that, um, without understanding or fully knowing the functions of the sidekick that it can actually sear just as good, arguably better with more options. So, so there's that definitely that factor of the name. And then the last, well, so is it like one, two to one, three to one? What's, uh, what's the percentage for sales? Yeah. Um, no, it's more than that. It's, uh, I can't remember the, I can't remember the exact numbers off the top of my head, but it's significant. We sell a lot more steer boxes versus sidekicks. Um, and the third reason, the third reason would be, it's just con- the, the sear box or I'm sorry, the sidekick uh, there's a little bit more of a learning curve and understanding to it. You know, there, because it is so versatile, it's much more than just a grill. There's a, you know, um, there is a little bit of a understanding to it. And I think people just, Oh, I want this. I want to be able to sear and that's what I want to do. So that's what I'm going to get. Um, but yeah, and it could be people that already have a griddle or already have other options that they don't need the, uh, extra versatility of the sidekick but um i i can see that but i would still think it would be more like 50 50 you know something like that but uh, that's kind of amazing to me yeah yeah we still sell more more sear boxes but and, and if and if i and i'm this is i'm trying to do this every day if i can if i can talk someone into getting a sear box over a sidekick i will i mean ultimately you know i want i want people to get what they want but I've, I actually have had people call me up and say, man, I'm so glad I got this because it can, it's so awesome, you know? And it's one of those things that once you get it, you start using it, you, you realize you have an aha moment and you're like, yeah, this is, uh, this is the piece that we want because it can do so much. And, and you'll find yourself doing more and more outdoor cooking. You know, you find yourself, you're in the kitchen, you're like, wait, you know, this is a recipe I've done inside my whole life, but I can take it outside and I can use my, I can add this wood fired flare with the smoker on it, you know, and anyways, it's, you, you kind of start, you start thinking that way. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I, I would use it for, uh, cause I have another thing to, uh, another burner for that 
is bringing things like fried chicken or, like you said, searing in a cast iron pan outside, stuff that produces a lot of smoke or, you know, heavy smells that well, you, you don't want to set the uh, alarm off in your house. I mean, that's a really great use for it. Or even just, you know, like strong, garlicky, you know, strong, strong smells or something that that you don't want your bedroom to smell like, but that's what your kitchen is great. You know, you can take those things outside. Um, anyways, it, it's just got a lot more options and it's, it's a killer, killer item to have. If you have a pellet grill, get the sidekick. So you guys uh, released the Wi-Fi smoke control uh, versions and the woodwind uh, models only. Is it something you're going to expand into the other models as well? Or is it just going to stay within the woodwind line? You know, things are always, I'll say this, things are always changing. We're always coming out with greater, newer stuff. Um, so follow along with Camp Chef and you're going to see some more great stuff um, here in the next here in the next few weeks and in the next few months. Well, that that's another question I wanted to ask. Are they going to keep a uh, non-Wi-Fi model as well and offer both yeah. to those who maybe don't want to spend the extra money on the Wi-Fi and smoke control? They just want the base model smoker. Yeah, and there's, and there's a lot of other options too. I mean, what we really want to do is offer people a better way to cook. Um, but man, to be honest, you can break the bank doing that, uh, depending on what your budgets are. So we ha we do, and we will continue to have a very wide variety of, of price range of products. Um, one of the great things about Camp Chef, every time I talk to someone and they say, "Oh yeah, you know, I kind of have a lower budget or whatever," um, I suggest some of those grills, and I think, man. Those grills are great, and to be quite honest, you can cook just as good of a brisket on our, you know, four hundred dollar grill as you can on our one thousand dollar grill. Um, there, you're definitely missing out on some bells and whistles and other features there, but ultimately, you know, you can cook just as good of food. Yeah, I see that in other uh, lines of smokers and grills as well, like uh, Kamado Joe. I work with them as well. And they're, that's yeah. what draw, attracts me to companies like Cam Chef and Kamado Joe, where they do offer different models and upgrades uh, that you can get to have, you know, just maybe a few other bells and whistles, like you said, that help you uh, cook. But you can still cook a really good brisket on the base model. Um, you don't need all the bells and whistles, but it just makes it more convenient, makes it easier or what have you. Um, so yeah, I can, I can really see where it yeah. benefits you guys to have all, all the different models for sure and options. And, and one of the things too, I, I talked about this in my podcast with Steven Reichland that I just recorded the other day. You know, some people like technology and their outdoor cooking equipment and some people don't. Some people like the old fashioned, uh, manual control stuff. So I think having, you know, multiple different options for, for customers is, is the way to go. So you're just going to have people like that, that, uh, you know, want the old fashioned yeah. way. And you know, if that's great. If, if people want to do that, that's awesome. I, and I think, uh, I, to be honest, I think a lot of this is encouraging people to get, I've seen people, 
you know, they're not going to get into the stick burner because of the, the time consuming and the learning curve and all that stuff. So they pick up a pellet grill and they're using it and they can control it from their phone. And then they get hooked on this barbecue thing. And after a while, they're like, man, this is pretty cool. And, and they eventually end up getting a stick burner, you know, take it back more traditional. So it definitely does introduce more people to uh, that style of cooking and that type of food. Um, and, you know, ultimately, if, if we can help someone get into better food, and cook better food for them and their friends and family. That's really what we're, what we're trying to do here at Camp Chef. And that's not just at home that, you know, everything that you and I have been talking about here on, on, on your podcast is typically the products that we make for home, but we also try to help people at the tailgate or, you know, down at the, at the campsite or the cabin or whatever, just to have better food too. Well, I can definitely see where somebody who may be intimidated using a stick burner or even a Weber kettle or, you know, anything yeah. like that um, yeah. could, you can walk them slowly into barbecue. You know, they get a, a camp chef that makes it a little easier for them to control the fire and produce awesome barbecue. It, it gets them more confident and uh, down the road they start looking at other cookers and smokers. I've seen it personally in a lot of the uh, barbecue groups on Facebook and stuff that I'm in. And it, it works the same way with uh, most cooking methods, even with sous vide. You can see people uh, you know, doing that where they start slow with some using a lot of technology and then they get a little bit more comfortable with it and they uh, kind of branch out from there. So. All right, Ryan. Well, I want to thank you again for being on. Um, and also, I want you to thank Doug. I know we had some technical issues, and Doug had to kind of leave us a little early, but we got some good information out of him. And I'm glad to hear about all the innovation out of Camp Chef and some of the stuff that's coming up. Um, anything else you want to go over and talk about before we uh, take off? You know, I would just say we've got some awesome things coming up uh, you know, this winter, spring, between now and summertime, you're going to see some great things from Camp Chef. Um, so follow along, join in on the ride. And, uh, you know, most of all, I just, cooking is fun. Great. Make it fun. Make it great. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on the show. I'm glad we got to, we got to do this again. We'll do it again sometime soon. But next time, Darren, we've got to do it while we're sitting out cooking, I, that's my that's my next challenge here is we got to get together and do this while we're doing a pork cut or something. That sounds great. Um, maybe I'll get on a flight to Utah and get out there real soon. <laughs> That'd be great. But I don't do live podcasts, but I'll, I might do a live video out there with us cooking some pork butts or something. But thanks again, Ryan, for bringing on. Uh, thanks, Camp Chef, for all the innovation. Check out the Camp Chef's uh, website by the link in the description below for all the products that they offer. Um, they have tons of different products, in case you didn't know. But thanks again, Ryan. I'll talk to you in the next time. Yeah, we'll talk soon. All righty. Thanks for joining us on the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. Well, I want to thank Ryan Neely and Doug Teeny for being on again. Uh, sorry about the technical issues we had uh, with Doug, but um, I think we got some great information about Camp Chef, their new products. Make sure you check out the link below for Camp Chef's website. Check out their pellet grills. On all, pretty much everything they offer is high quality. So uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us on our Fire and Water Cooking YouTube channel. 
And make sure you follow us again on the next Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. Thanks again.